0: Hello guys, it is OPTIONS and we are back with another exciting episode of CANON HISTORY, 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 okay, but um, seriously, um, I don't have a lot of time right now, it is actually 1.30am, uh, and I got a little bit of time to record, it's been a couple of days, nearly a week actually since I've seen you guys, hello, um, uh, but I want to get an episode going really quick here, just one go, one take, we to get this whole thing done, um, I'm going to try not to mess up too much, I have too many interruptions, but yeah, one go, one take, let's do this. Um, We are moving right along with Mario still. Uh, Last episode we established Mario having moved away from home, away from the small villages and into the wonderful New Donk City. Uh, I think back in the old days it was just New York City, but you know, since Mario Odyssey launched, it's New Donk City, whatever. He has a girlfriend, Pauline, and he has a a pretty cute pet named Donkey Kong. Um, before we get started, as always, we are looking at canon storylines. So storylines that we think, at least in Mario case, we think, because he doesn't really have an official canon storyline. I'm just trying to put this together as best as I can for, through what the games give us. Um, but we're looking at just the canon storylines. So to put it simply, um, you know, I know that Super Saiyan SpongeBob script you wrote is pretty. Epic and awesome, but, um, that obviously, that obviously didn't happen in their canon. (laughs) Um, uh, unless Funimation and Nickelodeon decides to do some kind of weird crossover. Uh, anyway, uh, Mario has a cute pet, right, named Donkey Kong, but, um... He's not exactly a great owner, is what we established in the last episode. He makes the monkey, he makes the ape do tricks and perform for him, juggling, you know, pineapples and avoid being torched and burning his hand. Uh, he even goes as far as to laugh at him when he fails and burns his hand. Uh, well, eventually, Donkey Kong gets fed up with this, and in his anger, he ends up breaking away and stealing Mario's girlfriend, uh, Pauline, at the time not Peach, uh, Pauline, and running up on top of some girders. Uh, now Mario is just as courageous as an adult as he is as a child. So he takes the challenge from the big ape to rescue his girlfriend. Uh, DK, you played Donkey Kong, I'm assuming the first one. Uh, DK continuously throws down barrels at Mario, and then to impede their progress, and you have to get over the barrels and get to Donkey Kong to save Pauline. Um, so this repeats for several levels, <laughs> several, I guess, buildings, um, in the, in the, you know, in the cannon, um, you know, Mario has to basically, you know, jump, jumped over barrels. He has to climb ladders. He uses invulnerable hammers, all that kind of stuff to finally take the Kong down. Um, but he does manage to save Pauline and, um, and yeah, he managed to, uh, uh, beat Donkey Kong. Uh, which is a feat in of, in of itself, because Donkey Kong is actually pretty big. <laughs> in, in this first game, he's pretty pretty huge. Um, uh, so afterwards, after saving Pauline, uh, I, he decides Donkey Kong is kind of dangerous. So he puts him, at least I'm assuming he decides he's dangerous because he throws him in a cage. And he locks him up uh, for good as punishment. Um, and for the, you know, the damages he caused and everything. Uh, I want to make a quick note here that um, Cranky Kong, I think, did comment in Donkey Kong Country. That uh he used to kidnap Pauline um as all, like kidnap damsels as often as seven days a week, I think he was just boasting because i don 't think it is really consistent um in his storyline. I guess if you want to plug that in here, you could technically say Mario just got fed up with him constantly um uh, taking his girlfriend and doing different things. Um, but, you know, Cranky also does a lot of boasting, too, so I I, I will take what he says with a grain of salt, and not exactly 100% canon, so in this canon storyline that we're making here, we're assuming, you know, Donkey Kong did it, you know, once, kidnapped her, Mario stopped him, put him in a cage, done and done, I think that's a lot cleaner um, than what Cranky Kong was making it uh, seem, but anyway, um... What Mario didn't account for was uh donkey Kong's uh young son Donkey Kong Jr, actually, so he locks him in this cage, but Donkey Kong jr um gets into the mix um so a lot of these details aren't um heavily explained, obviously these were cabinets and not uh <laughs> and not books um uh, but basically if not wanting his father to be locked in the cage um Donkey Kong jr' you when know, as any great son Wood, uh goes to try to free his father. Uh this is actually the first and really last time Mario is seen as the actual villain in these games. This is Donkey Kong Jr. Um and I guess Donkey Kong Jr. Math, if you want to count that. But um uh but yeah uh basically what Donkey Kong Jr. actually becomes the hero um uh, of these games. Um and Yeah, he tries to stop Mario. So in Mario's shoes, it's more of a I guess this is kinda another one of those cases of, you know, die a hero or see yourself become a villain. Live long enough to see yourself become a villain, whatever. Um but anyway, um Mario tries his best to stop Junior from rescuing his father, which is kind of messed up. But he puts animals in his way, obstacles, then he tries to electrocute him, like all kinds of crazy stuff, um, to try and stop um Donkey Kong Jr. from getting the keys to the cage to rescue his father, um, but just like the previous game, Donkey Kong Jr. does manage to achieve this if you've ever played the Donkey Kong Jr. games, and he actually does manage to free uh, his father from the cage, and the two run away together, uh, and when uh, Mario, he tries to follow in vain to you know attempt to recapture Donkey Kong, but he just gets kicked to the side and uh, ends up running away. So this is one of the few times that Mario not only loses but gets humiliated at the end of the uh, at the end of the story. Um, you know what? Um, that was actually all I had for the script. <laughs> I was going to do a little bit more, but you know what? This is just a short episode. As we're finishing up the new Donk City arc. There's a couple things I want to go over and explain. Actually, I'll do that in this episode. That's what I'll do. I will kind of fill up this last part of of this episode. So a lot of you guys have probably played uh, Donkey Kong uh, for the Game Boy. Um, And in that game, it was actually a lot different. Uh, Donkey Kong, I mean, it's still the overall premise is the same, right? Donkey Kong captures Pauline. Mario has to save her. But there's some aspects that are a little different and this part of the lore um particularly um Donkey Kong um and Mario actually ends off on good terms uh in this game uh and Donkey Kong uh they actually um Donkey Kong Jr actually is working with Donkey Kong I think with the capturing of uh, um, Pauline and you have to kind of go fight both of them in a sense uh in some certain stages uh, my problem with this game, canon wise, that is that the end, uh, Mario rescues Pauline, and they all take a you know a big hunky dory picture together. But it doesn't really fit in line with. Okay, so I'll say this: it fits in line with what Cranky said, as far as like him capturing the damsels in distress, the weekly, <laughs> like a daily every week he's capturing a damsel, and so it it goes in line with what Cranky said. But doesn't really go in line with what's happening in the original games, right? Because unless this, unless the cycle just repeated, <laughs> unless the cycle is Donkey Kong gets, you know, goes out, captures someone, Mario gets mad, puts him in the cage, uh, Donkey Kong Jr. frees him, Mario tries to go capture him and gets booted, and this process just continues. I don't think that makes a whole lot of sense, as Donkey Kong did it one time. And it was a once and one and done kind of thing. I will. Um, I think it really was a one and done kind of thing. I think Odyssey, kind of, proves that because they have this um, spoilers for Super Mario Odyssey, but they have this big festival about, you know, Mario fighting Donkey Kong and beating him. If it was something that happened every week, I don't think they would need a festival for that. I think they would just be like, oh, okay. He, you know, this was, that was just something that happened, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, they would have, like, a whole festival dedicated to just that, so I'm gonna say that Donkey Kong for the Game Boy wasn't really canon, and now, I think maybe that, maybe in a sense, Mario, Donkey Kong, and Donkey Kong Jr., and Pauline, you know, did originally have a good relationship, but, After Donkey Kong got fed up and captured Pauline, I think that was, uh... I think their relationship got a little strained. Um, but yeah, I don't wanna... Let's not not overanalyze video games. Let's not do that anymore this episode. Um, yeah, that's pretty much was it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this, um... Episode, uh, albeit a little short. Um, I got some more coming. We're gonna try to wrap up the new Donk City arc. I'm gonna try to see if I can wrap it up before Christmas. Um... And then we can move on to uh, some of the other games. I need to see what games come in what order after the new Donk City arc, uh, because now we're about to be getting into games where it's probably gonna take multiple episodes to explain one game. We're, we're starting to kind of get, uh, well not right now, but we're going to be getting into that when we get into the RPGs and stuff like that. That's going to be episodes that take some time <laughs> to, to to sort through. Um, but, yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm rambling. I uh, hope you have a great night or morning or whatever side of the world you live on. Uh, this is Options. And, yeah, you take care. Bye.